You have the funniest looking hat on I've ever seen. You look like some kind of like a World War One fighter pilot. It does look like a, that. A biplane. You got the headphones on. Got yeah. the wild rag. What is it? Cold in Texas or what? Well, we have a cold front that came in last night. It's a. Uh, I think it's fifty this morning. <laughs> <laughs> It was 87 Saturday, so there you go. 87. <laughs> you know what this yeah. hat is? What is it? A liner. Is it a liner for something? Yeah, a liner of a hard hat. And oh, uh, really? my brother-in-law works for yeah, oil my brother-in-law field. works. Yeah, my brother-in-law works in the oil field and and uh, when we're hunting and stuff, I was my ears all the time cold. He's here put one of these on. He said they work good and it's wool, I guess. Dadgum it. It is warm. You can see the little sweat lines up here. Maybe I wear it when it's a little warm. I see that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And with today's topic, I thought I'd put my hard hat on. So here we go. Well, you you did make a commitment there a week or so ago. You said you were going to come with a different hat every time. Too bad people yeah. can't see it, so I'll have to uh, describe it. Well, I think they know my- kind of. Yeah, I'm taking pictures every day, and uh, <laughs> everyone's uh, I posted. So this, as everybody knows, we pre-record these things, and and uh, away they go. So this will happen a week from now, right? Um, but right. today's podcast, we're doing this on Monday. Today's podcast coming out. Well, I did last week's fuzzy cap deal, so everybody just I posted it a while ago. <laughs> oh man, it's all never good. a dull moment. Around Wilson well, Capron. I'll probably run out of hats, so I'm not sure what, how we'll go with all this, but whatever. We'll keep we'll keep going as long as There's we can. only so many hats you can wear with these headphones. You can't wear a cowboy yeah, hat with right. headphones. <laughs> Man, I thought, yeah, I bet I can put them oh, like that. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, or damn, you could you do the Steve Martin way, deal. You could get the arrow through your head you know those things oh yeah you can <laughs> could do it like that yeah, like yeah there's a way there's a way he looks like a football player with the with the <clears throat> top down in front of him with the or the face guard or whatever yeah. face mask and my face mask Mm-hmm. You said something about a minute ago. Today, you, you had an idea what what's your idea I want to hear I can't wait to hear your idea well, I think me and you belong to a little organization that uh, we love and cherish and has lots of mysteries around it in a lot of ways. A lot of ways uh, it's out there, but uh, you and I are extremely passionate and loyal to the bone, to a group called the Traditional Cowboy Arts Association, correct? Yep, that's, that's a fact. I want to ask you a question. Uh-oh. Yeah, and, and nobody knows this, except a few of us. So everybody talks about the first meeting was where? It was at a Denny somewhere, right? The first little group of guys that got together. Where was yeah, there, we, that was when Ken Townsend, uh, CEO of the National Cowboy Museum, the Cowboy Hall of Fame is what it was called back then in Denny's Restaurant. And, mm-hmm. But that wasn't really the first meeting, though. No, I want to, I'm trying to give you credit for something is uh, just Uh-oh. to open, open up, but uh, it, 
they either get the credit or the blame, one or the other. Well, <laughs> yeah, you, you can be two individuals got got you made a comment to Mike Beaver. Is that not the opening ceremonies, the very beginning idea of the TCA? You mean when we were sitting there in the Red Lion in Elko, Nevada in 1998, January 1998? Yeah. That's what you're talking about. That's I guess I'm you could about. say that was the first meeting. It wasn't an official meeting, but they're just sitting around waiting for somebody no, to maybe. buy our stuff. No, Mike Beaver. No, I'm talking about, yeah, Mike. Yeah, exactly. So, and you just said, you said, hey, wouldn't it be nice to? Actually, the way the way it worked out was we were just. Holy cow! You hear that? You got some background music there. I don't know who pushed my phone, but it went off all of a sudden. Sorry. Carry on. No, we're 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 good. Nothing like, which is almost like live radio, huh? So, yeah, we were. <laughs> we can edit. That was 1998, January 98. And I'd been going to Vicki Mullen's deal down there and at the Red Lion during the Elko Poetry Gathering. So it was always a fun time, kind of almost like a little reunion. You get to be see people in the dead of winter and you haven't seen for a year or more, maybe, and stuff. And. Mike, he'd gather up a bunch of stuff and bring it down, and we were set up pretty well next to one another, as I recall, and he was saying, well, you know, man, I hope I'm selling enough of these little rawhide bracelets and key rings and stuff to get some gas money to get back home, and of course, he was he was just joking and stuff, but here we are at a premier event, and he was... If he showed up with a really nice set of reins, rain and Romal, eh, I don't know if we're going to have to haul them back home. And uh, so anyway, yeah, he, he said, man, it would be great if we had some kind of a venue where you'd have some kind of hope to to sell a really nice set of reins and stuff like that. And, and uh, so we over, of course, it was like, what, two, three day event or something and this subject came up several times, <clears throat> mostly, of course, it was his, but but I was kind of his sounding board, and <clears throat> and then uh, we all went our separate ways, and of course, I more pretty much forgot about the whole idea, just bobbed my head, and yeah, that's a good idea, that's a good idea, and uh, well, Mike never let go of it, <clears throat> and uh, so really, I mean, I may get credit or blame, whichever you like, doesn't matter to me. But uh, Mike Beaver, uh, <laughs> I think we'll 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 give him yeah. credit for for uh, the idea, and, and he yeah. pursued it after that. It was, and that's in our book. Which, by the way, I got an idea. Yeah. This is yep. my idea. I got a I like several your... boxes of these books that that uh, what we ought to do is have a little drawing. I'm not sure how we're gonna how we would do it, but give away a um have have a box of signed copies and give them away on this here deal not sure how we were going to do it with that that would be kind of fun wouldn't it well it would be fun and and that book is a is a great way for people to kind of look in look into our past and where we've come from and and uh where we're at now and 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 that's been a that's a big road isn't it it's come a long ways 
a lot of things have happened. Yeah, we were a lot of things off, not, off the not air just, here just a moment ago. We were just talking about some of the stuff that's happened over some of those things that have happened over the last 25 years or so. And uh, <clears throat> I, I don't keep track of these numbers, but I, I texted Scott Hardy here just a few days ago. What, how much money have we actually given out fellowships, scholarships and all that kind of stuff. And he got back, he says, ah, 350,000 ish, something like that. Then a minute later, he says, now nah, that was a couple of years ago. So he says, I think we're north of 400,000 right now. Scholarships, fellowships, and all of that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, so in events too, and, right. I mean, like the, the forum that we just got done with, I mean, that wasn't exactly, that's that very educational, but, uh, yeah, we've done that the last two years. Yeah. That's, that's the thing we spent over $50,000 just in two different forums here to invited people and nerd out over craftsmanship and artistry and business and stuff for two days. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's kind of cool. And that kind of, that kind of, so, so like I just got back from that in February and had eight bitten sperm makers there. And, and, uh, we were joint with the raw hybriders to tell everybody how this kind of worked is the first half a day. It was two days, um, uh, of event of discussion. So the first half of the first day was kind of business talk with everybody because business all intertwines between one craft and the next one discipline the next and anyhow when we got in together just a bit in sperm makers we're going to talk about anything right this is their day they can it's their time and and uh tca guys uh scott hardy was there ernie just got a new hip so ernie ernie uh wasn't able to attend but scott was with me and and uh, so and it's not really about me and Scott answering questions for them. It's everybody talk about what the heck they want to talk about. And we're all just group, man. We all pulled our britches on the same way and we're gonna we're gonna talk shop. All they wanted to talk about was TCA questions. They they wanted to know more about the TCA and and that's why I think this discussion is very important for us so that we and me and you can just talk about it too and where we've come from, what we're doing and what we're trying to accomplish. And it's a very mysterious thing. I know it was for me. Um, getting to know the TCA, becoming a member. I didn't know what the hell you guys were doing, right? And and uh, I couldn't read when I was thirty, so so uh, reading the mission statement was out of the question. <laughs> but but uh, you know, I think I it can be very mysterious, right? We sit up on top of the hill, targets on our backs. That's why I got the hard hat on. It's kind of a joke. Um, to have the hard hat on, but on the other side of the coin is it's not really. Sometimes you feel like arrows are getting shot at you. And here we are giving over $400,000 away in scholarships, trying to help people. Well, it's our fault. They don't know what we're trying to accomplish and what we're trying to do. And I do believe we've made a huge difference. And so just some, some discussion about that is, is very important. Now that same little text thread, uh, Scott got back with me. Uh, I have yet to respond to it. I guess I should, but, uh, he said, you know, that doesn't even count any man hours it took to put together these programs. How much money we get paid for, for doing all this stuff. And that comes down to a phrase that maybe is not too popular in our group, but it's true. 
the volunteer service organization. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you've over yeah. the last 25 years, you count up the hours that I, that we personally volunteered to this deal. Holy cow. If you just told me, all right, dude, you're going to have to volunteer X number of hours per week to a, a, a nonprofit. And, um, <clears throat> with, yeah, you could get something out of this, but who knows? And, uh, I I said no freaking well, way I wouldn't have done it. Now that I've done it, I'm glad well, that I did. I, I I think that's one of our problems at the moment. Is is it is it is obvious of the man hours that we put in, and and it's not a secret. We don't always sell out at the show. We have one of the most successful shows. Um, in the world and that we're continuously selling 70 to 80% of the show. But when you bring home a, a 20, $30,000 bit that you spent three months of your year to work on and it doesn't sell, well, they go, Oh my gosh, I can't afford to be a part of your group. Let me, let me talk in reverse of that a little bit. I agree. That's a, that's a pain in the butt, right? Um, I charge $135 an hour. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I wouldn't get 135 bucks an hour without being a part of this group and having the opportunities of volunteership that I've, that I've put together. Um, do you think I'd be the maker I am today without the obligation to build the be- three best things I've ever made in my entire life each and every year? Do you think I'd have the self-discipline to sit down and say, I don't know if I can do this, so I'm going to see if I can do it? Hell no. You'd just be taking care of the phone call that just rang because George is mad you ain't made his bit in the last six months, right? <laughs> I mean, so that that's something that that's one other little deal tidbit of and and it and yes, it it takes us a lot of time to do what it is that we do as TCA members. I would have never met you. I'd never considered you one of my best friends in the world if I didn't have the TCA and and to be very, very very close friends, their family, the TCA is family to me, to be family with the best craftsman in the world. And I maybe every, that's why I got my hard hat on me to put that, that. I mean, yes, I will say everybody in that group is, is at the top echelon of their craft. Are they the only ones? Nope. There's others. There's others that don't belong to our group that, that are damn good at what they do. And for one reason or another, they're not part of our group, but Everybody in that group is creditable what they can do. And I that that burden is worth every single penny of what I just said there. Yep. Well, I my little phrase, you don't like it and either. It, the burden of membership. <laughs> but all I'm saying <laughs> is just what you just said. It's that just to say that there is no burden is not true. That's not accurate. There is a significant burden. In fact, I'll never forget. Ricky, my good friend, Ricky Bean over there in Star, Idaho. He, he, uh, I call him Ricky, the human bean. He, uh, he, when he was applying, I I don't think he got in on the first ballot. I think it took him one or two tries or something, two or three tries, whatever. Anyway, in that process, I told him now, Ricky, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> you think you're under pressure now. 
and getting back to what you said a moment ago, the pressure that comes to bear to try to create something that makes you worthy of the group. So you're standing amongst the people, icons in the business, Don King, uh, Dale Harwood Mm. and Chuck Storms and, and uh, on and on and on. Holy cow. John Ennis, those guys, Mm -hmm. you got to bring your a game. So I'll say this. I don't, I, I don't make any bones about this. If I were applying today with the work I was doing 25 years ago, wouldn't guide, wouldn't get in. I know I wouldn't get in. The bar has been raising all along. So let's talk. Exactly. Let's talk about that for a minute because everybody's, well, what's good enough? Where are you at? Well, you know, I mean, that's unfair for me not to be a part of your group when I can do better than what you did when you applied. Well, what's our purpose? What's the purpose of the TCA? Is the purpose of the TCA to have 250 members? I don't think so. Uh, I think it's our, our, our group is, uh, I don't think it's written in the fine print anywhere, but it is the top end of, of each discipline that we represent. It's the, it's the top tier. And so if like, so I'm going to speak as Wilson, right? Not, not TCA, but this is me. This is one voting member of the TCA. So if I have somebody apply to our group, and they haven't separated themselves from the rest of the industry, no matter how good they are, if the rest of the industry is as good as they are, then that doesn't exactly belong in our group. Our group is supposed to be the top tier, the top echelon of of the discipline. So if they have separated themselves from the rest of the industry and they, they are good, no, you don't have to be me. You don't have to be John Ennis. That's unfair. I've had 20 years of working my butt off with opportunity to do this. No, you don't have to be me. But if you're as only as good as everybody else, I got to let all them in too. Then what's it do? I don't do anything. That's it's just, then it's just a big old club. Um, so that, so yes, it's the work that I did when I got in, won't, won't get in. Do you know how many people do that good of work now because of the TCA, because of the opportunities we've created and those $400,000 of, of education that we've doled out? Man, there's lots of guys doing great work. And congratulations to the founding members of the TCA for putting it together. They deserve credit. Or blame Schwartzy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I no, soapboxed, didn't I? Sorry, got the I'm not. On. I'm not big on. I don't care who gets credit for stuff. It's. I mean, uh, I'll I accept a pat on the back, but I don't. I don't wake <laughs> up. I don't wake up with that. That kind of drive, that kind of fire in my belly to to get that. It, if it comes along, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's been been a lot of fun the camaraderie in our group i I it's like another family and uh the band of brothers as it as it were so i got a question for you this is Mm -hmm. this is a hardball you ready i got my hard hat on got your hard hat on Mm -hmm. where we at (laughs) crap here we go. Why isn't there a female in our group? Why isn't there a Martian in our group? <laughs> ah, they're going to say, oh, women aren't belong. They're Martians. Uh, Absolutely not. 
perfectly fit. <laughs> Any last one of them would perfectly be a part of our group. And I think in the in the near future there will be because um, the bit and like so I I uh, mentored Carly Stutz uh, last year with the, with the Art of the Cowgirl, and she was on fire. And my workshops have been full of ladies here lately. They didn't know they could do it. Absolutely can do it. Why are they not part of our group? Because they haven't an individual lady hasn't separated herself from the rest of the industry yet to meet the stiff, meet the requirements to be a part of our group as, as far as quality of work. Um, that's the only reason there's some, I mean, so I'll speak just as a bit and spur maker. Um, there's incredible engravers out there that are ladies. Absolutely great engravers. But there's, that's only one facet of bit and spur making. Then you have to, you have to be a fabricator and uh, and put all the stuff together i mean that that's the hard part of being a tca is you have to be able to do the whole enchilada not just one aspect of it you have to be able to do the whole thing so that man that's that's the only reason a lady's not in our group is they just haven't put it one of them hasn't put it all together yet and you and i both know that's in our near future without without question to me so i know a couple silversmith ladies kicking butt you know, and, and it won't be long and they're driven, man. They, they've, they, they've had this conversation with us that we're having right now, finding out the mysteries of our group. And they're like, Oh, well, I think I can do that. Yeah, absolutely. You can do that. What do you think? Reverse hardball to you. <laughs> well, I've, I've maintained for years that the kind of mindset required to actually do the work, the tedium, the time on task, the focus, all of that kind of stuff. I think women are, are better suited mentally than men are for the most part to be able to, you know, be chained to a bench and stuff. You know, it's for, for men, a lot of men, they don't like to be inside that much. And well, yeah. And not only inside, but you're chained to your bench and stuff. I don't think of it that way. I don't, but but uh, no. as far as the, the restriction, the, I don't live in a salt mine or anything, but uh, I think, I think women, it's just a cultural deal, right? I think, I think uh, for the most part, these trades have been dominated by men. It's just the way the cultural deal mm. has been, but that boy, that's changing big time right now. I don't, I think it's inevitable go to art of the that camera. we have women in our group and art. I think one yeah, thing right. um, uh, we could say too here is that <laughs> uh, in this whole transition with with getting getting women on board with stuff, uh, I've been in every single uh, discussion of membership, and I think I can probably count on one hand in twenty four years the number of women who have applied, and yeah. that I can't even begin to count the number of men. So it's a sheer numbers thing. You know, there's just not that many women that have even stepped up to try to apply. I'll say yeah. this, though. Uh, I know the attitude that a person is going to need. If you were to ask me, what, what is a person going to need attitude-wise to apply to the group? I would say look at it as an opportunity to learn. And you're going to get your, your work's going to get an honest and totally forthright evaluation and uh, so yeah that's... You, if you look at it that way 
you're you're going to win walking in the group uh uh and it's not easy i know that it's we've got an interview well, process that's you, uh you, that's tough it's great though i wish i didn't have an interview process when i applied and i wished that I'd have had an opportunity to speak for what it is that I'd done and speak for myself. I was 30 years old. I was a punk kid. Nobody knew who I was. And, uh, and I wanted the opportunity to talk. Now I was scared to death of a microphone. I was, you know, just out of kindergarten by the, at 30 and, and, <laughs> and, 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 and I remember I was the only one there. So I hadn't had a lot of, a lot of opportunity to, to articulate and be in front of the microphone and all that business. I, it has scared me to death, but, Man, I wanted to be able to represent myself, and and I think that is one of the greatest things for a person to be able to do is, is to represent themselves in front of us. Yeah, oh, I agree. I remember uh, when Pablo and Armando, uh, our friends from Argentina, applied mm -hmm. as raw hybriders and stuff, and and uh, Armando is actually a veterinarian in Argentina, and uh, so. Right. I think he was a practicing vet at the time when he applied mm -hmm. and uh, no longer now, but anyway, he, he said later on, it felt, he felt like he was defending his doctoral dissertation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to intimidate everybody out there, but that's what he said. And, uh, but it's, it's good. I, I mean, it's a, right there is a filter. How many people are going to actually step up and do that? Kudos to everyone who has, you know, you know what? And you are defending your doc. You are doing your doctorate dissertation in front of us. That's that's kind of. Uh, I'll say this: I'm going to be the world's biggest dickhead about the protecting the quality and what that TCA logo represents. And for those that don't know, I cannot put that logo on anything unless it goes in our show. So I, I get for every show, every piece that goes in our show will have that logo put on it somewhere somehow right a little tougher for the raw hybriders and stuff like that but we try to get it incorporated in there well i'm not just going to hand that thing out it it means something so for me to vote yes for you to be able to have the opportunity to put that on a piece you have to earn it you need to work for your doctorate otherwise it doesn't mean anything to get that piece that to get that logo so yeah i'm gonna be there now I'm going to give you every opportunity to work your butt off, blood, sweat, and tears to be a part of our group. But that's up to you, right? And I'll give you all the answers. You can be me today. If you work hard enough, it's easy. Just work your butt off. <laughs> but I'm going to protect it. <laughs> yeah. But, I, but I'm going to protect it. I, I, I want it to mean something. I want you to earn. And, and I think that's, you know, you don't get to be a doctor of veterinary medicine just because you're good looking and can talk talk a lot right i don't work yeah <clears throat> while you're talking there it's it's uh this is not something i worry about these days but uh of course many are aware i'm a founding member we just talked about that and stuff i never had to run the gauntlet i never had to i never had to apply for membership and i remember talking to i even called dale and chuck and stuff and i said i can't place myself in this category i can't i can't do that of course they both assured me oh you're doing pretty good work young kid i was in my 30s then and stuff so um i just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time when mike beaver opened his mouth 
and in Elko, but but uh, you roll that forward. Here's a little story that probably no, most people don't really know that much about. But but uh, uh, so I'm 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 having second thoughts after we're underway a couple of years in and stuff, and I still don't feel like I really totally belong with guys that are a generation ahead of me and, and mm-hmm. here that I could list off people that I thought were better than me that weren't, mm-hmm. weren't, weren't founding members. And, um, so, uh, that discussion came out a little bit and, um, Chuck says, well, in fact, the way he describes it now, he said, I think you were considering resigning. I guess I probably had considered it and then apply and then apply for membership if mm-hmm. I were to resign and then apply for membership. And, uh, so I'd have to, then I could check that box, you know, on my resume and stuff. But, uh, he says, well, maybe there's another way. So he said, I'd like you to come up. And of course I asked him for a critique, uh, one time early on. And, uh, of course he, he says, well, you're pretty good, but man, you got some problems. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, you've got something missing in your training and stuff. And so I went up there and, and, uh, spent two, three days and stuff and just soaked up everything I could, went home, tried to apply it as best I could. And then a couple of years later, I, I, uh, asked him again, okay, Chuck, I think I'm ready for another critique. And, uh, he gets kind of quiet and he says, well, we still got some problems. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so, and, and that was going into fall and winter and stuff and holidays and, and we couldn't head north. The 49th parallel wasn't quite in the cards for till spring. Mm. So I spent all winter brooding and thinking, okay, yeah, I wanted a critique, but could it be that bad? Is it really that bad? <laughs> <laughs> But you know what happened, and I don't think Chuck designed it this way, but, boy, that shaped me up. Man, I, yeah. I by the time I got to back up to Canada, I was so anxious, so hungry to figure out mm-hmm. what it was I needed to do. I think I got a lot more out of it the second time I went up there. And several years later, he did sure. say, he says, you know what needed to happen? It happened. So. Uh- and I was glad sure. to hear that from him and a guy that's pretty stingy about his compliments. And Dale did yeah, too. Uh, Dale was pretty complimentary too. So well, you, I'm you the that, poster that, child for improvement at, on on things. Oh, yeah. I, I I feel the same way about me. You know, I mean, I, it's I got in the group asking how to silver solder. And I'm sure they thought, we just let this guy in and he can't even silver solder. But Scott, Mark, I was all like, how do y'all silver solder? Like, you can't silver solder? Well, yeah, I can, but it sucks, you know. So, But, hey, here we are. You're 25 years into this little journey. Are you not still asking those questions? Oh, like, yeah. How do we do this better? How, I, I think that's so important for people to understand. It, okay, speaking for Wilson again, if I find out or if I think that an applicant is coming into our group with the with the with the belief that they will have arrived and that they don't have to work at it anymore, 
to be a part of our group. That don't fit. That's not what we're about. You're just getting started to be a part of us, right? It's like now the work starts to truly focus in on your craft and become as good as you can possibly be. And that's the key phrase, as good as you can become. Not the best in the world who gives a crap about that. Be the best that you can become. And if you got that attitude, which we haven't talked about character, we don't want a bad apple. Bad apple sour the whole barrel and blow it all up. Um, person needs to be able to play well with us and, and believe, be a team player and be a part of what we're trying to accomplish as an organization. And we haven't said the mission statement to preserve and promote, you know, the four disciplines that we represent, bit and sperm making, rawhide breeding, saddle making, silversmithing. Um, that's what we represent. And, and, the, and I'm not doing it uh, verbatim here, not trying to, but, um, and the roles that they represent in a Western culture, that's what we're here to do. That journey, that's a journey starts every day. It takes character to be able to do that along with the highest level of craftsmanship possible. Well, no, that's true. If you, if you think you've arrived, question for you. We, you deserve, you deserve to be a member. Uh, that, that may not play too well. <laughs> well, it may not. Right. I mean, but it, it's, uh, you're going to get in and stir stuff up. That ain't going to work. No, no, that ain't going to work. All right. Question for you. I know we're at our 30 minutes, but, but, uh, uh, not to drag anything out here, but I think there's, I think there's a, a question that, uh, here we are talking about our attitude with our craft. Well, that attitude also plays into our group. Can we do better? Can we make changes? Is there, what do we do? If, if in that, fact there is, then where do we go? As an organization. Yeah, as an yeah. organization. Oh, I, absolutely. I mean, we're, <laughs> I wish people could see inside the belly of the beast here, but all the struggles and stuff we, we have. I mean, we've never had a bad meeting. I've been in every one of them since the beginning no. and stuff. There's never been yeah. a bad meeting. We've never had yelling matches or anything like that. But, well, we've had some vigorous debate, though, haven't we? And, absolutely. Um, we all walk away. We may not agree on a lot of stuff, but, but, uh, we respect one another and, and we are approaching the association as a, from a craftsmanship standpoint. And I think that's what you're talking about. We're trying to make this thing better. Um, struggling with trying to, mm-hmm. trying to, how do we incorporate this? How do we change that? How do we, it's all done in good faith. And, and it's really, an amazing miracle that the group was even founded or survived this long. We all these, uh, as you say, dickheads that got together to try to (laughs) (laughs) independent, rugged individuals, you know, isolated in our own group at our own, our own heads inside our own shop, but, and then, uh, become a, None of us, as Chuck said one time, none of us are Rotary Club kind of guys, which for the most <laughs> no. part, that's a true story. That's a true statement. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. You know, well, go ahead. I, you had to ask my no, question. No. Go ahead. Well, so I I look at it as, as, a, as like, like I, a precursor. I've told, every, I've told you that I'm, I'm, the biggest protector of our, of our stamp and of our logo. And, 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 uh, 
I'll always be that way. But I'm also going to say that I wish somehow, somewhere, we could get more people an opportunity to participate somehow, some way, wear the t-shirt, right? I, I wish more people could be involved and to truly see what it is that we do. And, and in my opinion, actually help us with our mission statement, which I believe most people in our Western culture would find valuable, right? To preserve and promote these disciplines. That doesn't mean we're trying to do away with mass production. Hell, I'm trying to make mass production better. I'm trying to make the quality of their product better from design, from fabrication, the whole nine yards. I can't build spurs for the masses. So I want that to survive. But I also, um, I, I mean, I, I want bit and spur making to survive as a deal and get better as an industry. And, and uh, I believe our West would like to participate in that somehow. No, you're not going to get to have a little, no, a little logo stamp or be able to engrave that in on your bits and spurs and be a part of our group unless you earn it. You got to pass your doctorate before you can be there. But I wish somehow, some way people could uh, could participate. And, and do I want to manage that? Probably not. <laughs> we talked about volunteer hours, right? I don't, I don't know how to deal with all that. But that is something in the back of my mind. I wish people could play and, and uh, somehow, some way be a part of it. And that's not just craftsmen. That's business people. That's lovers of the West, right? That is, is like umbrella right the old umbrella uh get people under our umbrella or we get under theirs we're all under the western culture umbrella and uh i wish somehow that could be fixed do i have any solutions no man i'm just a general uh, general speaking so i don't know what to say or do from there but great for stirring the pot and getting the hell out i guess well, we hired, uh, <clears throat> we spent 30 grand on a new website and branding and all that kind of stuff and came out of it with, uh, I think the perfect phrase, hold on to the West. So you peel a few layers back on yeah. that. And that's, that says a lot. It's physical, it's tangible, it's, yeah. uh, authentic. It's who we are as, as Westerners, not only writ large Westerners, Western civilization, but those of us in a Western lifestyle, um, I think that what we're trying to offer to the world really is uh, is that kind of hands-on, tangible craftsmanship, artistry, the things that are so so big a part of the human spirit. That's what we're trying to feed. Mm-hmm. Well, sir, we've chewed up thirty-nine minutes. Been fun. Or boogers. It has been fun. I mean, you know, this TCA talk, I mean, there's so much more to say, so much more to do. Just like our pricing, it could go on for days. And uh, I I do hope that I know that we hurt feelings, and I don't want to hurt feelings. It's The worst part of being a TCA member is telling your best good buddy he's not good enough to be a part of our group. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I think it's the biggest responsibility we have as a group too, though, to maintain our credibility of what we represent and stand for. So, you know, if if I've ever told you you're not good enough, I'm sorry. That's not what I want to do. But uh, everything I want to do when I give a critique is to give encouragement and and to bring you back and do it again, right? Repeat offenders. I want you to try again and again. So that's my closing statement here to TCA Talk. That's for sure. We'll wrap it up with uh, a <clears throat> little 
little story about Don King early on. Of course, he was a founding member and sitting right next to him when we had some some applications for new membership and stuff. He leans over and he says, in that Don King raspy voice, anybody's heard Don King talk, he says, I'd rather take a whipping. <laughs> and and go through this stuff and say you you belong or you don't belong it's tough it's not easy but we take it seriously and and uh trying to make the best decisions possible for the group and for western our western trade so yeah yeah well thanks for listening everybody you bet let's go clock in take care adios